Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, new mic. Who dis? <laughs> well, good. I got, Congrats. I got a new mic based on your uh, recommendation, so we'll uh-huh. see. All right. I also got some other stuff, but I didn't have one part, so I still have to record with a snowman blanket over my head. Okay. All right. So that's awesome. Old habits die hard. They do. I quite enjoy lying under this snowman blanket here with you. <laughs> oh, good. Lance, I have a story. Oh, do you? <laughs> I have a story about last week. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, Lance. Do you remember the point at which you realized that you weren't really young anymore? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I had mine. What was yours? Did yours involve like a pickup basketball game or something? No, it was, uh, I was doing some travel and, okay. and I was the, it was international and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine with pulling all nighters and, and flying over, you know, international dateline, that kind of thing. And then I had, normally I, I could come back on a Sunday and still work on Monday and, uh, maybe Monday morning kind of sucked, but I got over it pretty quick. Uh, one time it took me like a week to, uh, the jet lag was killing me for a full week and I thought, I'm old. Yeah. I had something like that happen to me. (laughs) So do you remember last week I mentioned that I was speaking at the Gulf Coast Dental Conference last week? Yeah, yeah. I I do. I did. Uh I did do that. And they ask you never to come back. No, a great personal detriment. (laughs) So all of Wednesday, I'm looking at the weather and I'm just thinking like, man, there's weather like all along that sort of I-10 corridor heading east, uh-huh. you know, all along uh, Houston, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, Mississippi, all those. Okay. And I'm just looking at these storms. And I'm kind of, you know, the, the weather channel sort of sort of shows like the storm outlook for the week or whatever. And this area is just doesn't look good. And I, as early as like Monday afternoon, Tuesday, I'm just like, man, this sure seems like something's going to go wrong. Uh-huh. So I sort of had the seed planted in my head. We get close to the end of the week. Uh-huh. Uh, we get Thursday and I'm checking my flight status. I'm worried about it all day and I'm checking it. I'm checking it. Everything's good. Everything's running on time. Sweet. I go I leave the office just like normal, go to the airport. I'm standing in line through TSA and I get the alert. Flight from San Antonio to Dallas is delayed by 30 minutes. No big deal. I had like a two-hour layover connection from Dallas to Pensacola. Mm -hmm. No problems. So get to the gate, chill out for a little bit, and then they come on. They're like, well, it's going to be another 30 minutes. I'm still looking at it. I'm like, yeah, it's getting a little tighter, but I think I'm going to be fine. They come back on. It's going to be another 15 minutes. It's like, all right, well, now we're really pushing it. About this time, I get a phone call from Andrea, which is odd because she doesn't really ever call me. Uh Uh-oh. In which she tells me that she was just in a car accident. Somebody rear-ended her very nice Audi, and she's kind of freaking out. So I'm at the airport trying to get on a plane, trying to figure stuff out. Uh So I call one of her friends who's an attorney. They go, they take care of everything. 
but I'm watching like the plane get delayed like another five minutes. And finally we get to that point. It's like, if we get delayed one more minute, I am screwed. Hmm. And if we fly north to Dallas, you know, I'm flying sort of not in a direction that helps me. I need to get east. Anywhere okay. east is where I need to get. So then I walk over to the flight board and I'm just looking at the flight board. I'm like, show me something east that hasn't take, taken off yet. And there's just nothing. Hmm. I can't get to New Orleans. I can't really even get to Houston. I can't get to Tampa or Birmingham or Atlanta or Nashville or anywhere. There's just nothing east. It's it's six o'clock in the afternoon and there's nothing left east. Uh-oh. So the flight finally starts boarding to Dallas and I'm looking at the app and it was my flight to Pensacola took off at like 8.47 p.m. And my flight from San Antonio to Dallas was supposed to land at 8.43 p.m. I'm just like, there's there's just no way. No, no. There's just no way. So I'm like looking myself deep in the eye, metaphorically, obviously. <laughs> how's, how's that work? <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically, <laughs> I'm looking at deep into my soul. Okay. And the sort did it of hurt? twenty, yes, it did. It <laughs> would come to be a great injury. The, okay, the the twenty year old, twenty five year old Josh that's still alive in me, uh-huh, uh-huh. or so I thought, said, "You got this, buddy. You got this." <laughs> uh huh. So I leave the gate area. I walk over to the rental car section, and I say, "Give me a car." And Avis fires it up, gets me a car going. I get in the car. I did you tell him the- hold my beer? I should have. I mean, that you was, really don't want was to basically, <laughs> yeah, my brain telling me, hold my beer. Okay. I punch it in, get in the car, get in the mm-hmm. rental car. It was like a 2015 Toyota Corolla. Awesome. Okay. Um, punch in the address of the resort in Gulf Shores, Alabama. You will arrive at 6.15 a.m. Ooh. And say, we got it, buddy. So I start driving and I keep driving. And so my goal was get to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe home of Danny Domain, our our good friend and play Nearby. master Danny Domain. I believe. I so. think is is he in is he in Shreveport or is he in Baton Rouge? Uh, sure. It's all the same to me. Yeah. To be honest, it's it's east of Texas. It's all the same. It's all swamp. Um. So my goal is to get to Baton Rouge. I uh I hit Baton Rouge at around two a.m. Okay. And I'm looking at the clock. And so I'm looking and there's, you know, there's plenty of hotels in Baton Rouge right off of I-10. And so I'm like, I'll uh-huh. pull over and, but I'm feeling okay. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm kind of doing calculations of how much further I have. And so I would get like an hour and 45 minutes sleep before I'd have to get up and then okay. drive the rest of the way. Okay. So I'm just like, screw this jazz. I'm just going through the night. All right. So I go through the night and I'll make it through, you know, making it through Texas is kind of half the battle. Once you get through Texas, stuff at least starts, you start feeling like you're getting closer. Okay. Make it to Baton Rouge, feeling okay. Make it through Louisiana into Mississippi, feeling pretty good. Get to Alabama, feeling pretty good. Okay. And then it starts to kind of hit. Uh oh. Just the sort of drowsiness. And so I'm okay. I'm doing okay. We get, I pull up to the valet stand at, at the resort. Um, and it is literally like 5.55 a.m. I made pretty good time compared okay. to like what it yeah. thought I was going to make of it right. originally. But the sun is coming up, which is sort of the harbinger of doom, so to speak. Right, right. And when, when you look at your GPS, do you look at that as like a challenge? When you, oh, you for sure. I can beat that. I can beat <laughs> yeah. that. I can beat that. Uh-huh. 
And I did. I beat it by about huh. 30 minutes, which yeah. is great. I made great time, which is super important. Uh-huh. But at what cost? So now it's right. 6.15 a.m., 5.50. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had talked to the meeting planning people and kind of told them what plan I was hatching. Okay. And so they had my room ready for me. But at that point, it's like the sun's coming up and I literally have like two hours yeah. to just rest. And then I have an all-day speaking engagement to like a room of 300 dentists. Uh-oh. And it was there was so there's no option not showing up not showing up was not an option right especially right. if it was physically possible and so it was physically possible mm-hmm. so I went I got in bed um, and I maybe slept for like an hour or so mm-hmm. and then like my phone started going off and I couldn't like put my phone on silent right right because if I fell asleep and like hit deep sleep you know I, I had to wake up so I had yeah. to leave my phone on to where it was going to make noise yeah yeah that was risky to begin with but I needed something so I went to sleep my phone yeah. started going off. Um, so I got like an hour of sleep, went ahead and got showered up, put on a suit, did did the whole deal. The morning crushed, actually. The morning was restorative stuff. It crushed. Good. Afternoon was the the typical practice management kind of stuff. That mm-hmm. did well, but it was kind of your typical like beach resort Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Where the, the crowd started to thin, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gets to four o'clock and I'm done. I'm finally done. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm done. Mm-hmm. Except I'm not done because now I have to drive an hour to Pensacola <laughs> to catch a flight okay. and then fly back home. Okay. So I'm just dragging ass and I make it to Pensacola. And I turn in the rental car and I get on my flight. And surprisingly, like everything, at least the first leg is on time. I get on the plane. Everything's okay. I like trying to sleep, but just can't really in the plane. Uh-huh. And I just for some reason having a hard time. Get to Dallas. And I'm like not feeling great. And it's I have like an hour and a half layover, something like that. Just not feeling great. Go to the lounge, get a Sprite. Uh-huh. Just kind of hoping it feels better. Get on the flight from San Antonio or from Dallas to San Antonio. I'm feeling okay, but not great. Uh-huh. The, like it keeps getting micro delayed, like five or 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes. Finally take off like 40 minutes late. I'm just not feeling good. And we land and we're kind of sitting at the gate in San Antonio. And I'm thinking to myself, if you don't get off this plane in the next 30 seconds, you're going to start throwing up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Finally, they open the door. I get off the plane and I start feeling better. Like, okay, I just needed some air. Get off, feeling better. Get to my car in the long-term parking and then I'm driving out to pay for my parking. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's just finally my body said enough, enough screwing with me. You're an asshole. I'm tired of you <laughs> screwing around. Uh-huh. And I just stopped the car, like right in the middle of the, of paying for parking, open the door and just start barfing oh everywhere. No. And I realized like, this is the, at least the second story I've told in the last like two months of me barfing everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. I promise I'm not the barfing guy that just barfs all the time. I don't know. But part of me is realizing I'm the barfing guy that barfs all I'm the time. I'm sensing a pattern. I literally, I, I barf so much and it wow. was a lot and I had new shoes on. It got all over my <laughs> new shoes. I literally oh no. just took those shoes and put them in the garbage can. <laughs> There, it was literally the second time I'd worn these shoes. Yeah. Um, and it, I just I just felt horrible. And so finally, like, I got done with that, just barfing all over the airport wow. parking. Go, I get home, and I just, like, get into bed. And I wake up the next morning, I still don't feel all that good. The entire weekend, I didn't feel good. Huh. The entire weekend, I felt dizzy and just, like, I guess it's just what exhaustion feels like. I don't know. Okay. It's sounds pretty Even, con- yeah. Even into like, so yesterday's Monday. 
uh-huh. as we're recording this. Today's Tuesday. Is Even it? yesterday, I didn't feel good. Really? Okay. It's like third. Like it was today's Tuesday. Is the first day I felt like back to somewhat back to normal. You are old. God, it just took like I. If I had, would have known how much I had to pay for that, uh huh. I'm not sure. Again, if I would, I would have tried to come up with something else. I don't know. It was rough. It was wow. rough. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I thought I could pull it and and not be a problem. And I, you know, I think about like doing all nighters in dental school. But the deal mm-hmm. with that was I would do the all nighter. I'd go take the exam like at eight o'clock or whatever. Yeah. And then I leave and go to bed. Yeah. The yeah. problem was there was no going to bed until like midnight Friday night. And so that's, I think, the killer part. I think I would have been yeah. fine. Yeah. And, and really, in retrospect, what I should have done is extended the stay in Pensacola at four o'clock, just gotten in bed and then flown out Saturday morning. Yeah, that that probably would have not that was hurt the move. as much. Yeah. Yeah. That was the move. Because I just don't think my body would have reached that exhaustion point. Probably not. So now I kind of know what the limit is. Yeah. Well, it's good. To, it's that, good to know your limits. That seems like it's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Driving all night and then lecturing for eight hours is probably not a great idea. Yeah. Don't make a habit. Uh, I remember this distinctively. I walked like down. There were only three. It's a you know it's a small state CE meeting or whatever. So okay. there's just yeah. three simultaneous courses going on. Okay. So it was me in one room. And then some some auxiliary person who I didn't know okay. was in another room. And then the other room was Jerry Cheesh. Do you know oh, Jerry yeah. Cheesh? Yeah. It's freaking amazing, Jerry yeah. Cheesh. My course has sold out on it. Jerry Cheesh's doesn't. So really? I walk into my room. And I'm like, what are all you people doing here? Yeah, you Jerry Cheesh isn't sold out. Like, go next door to Jerry. He's way better than me. Clearly He's there's a drug problem. Me. Yeah. Someone's on drugs down there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So so next time, if, if it's me versus Jerry Cheesh on a program, go see Jerry Cheesh. Yeah. Come on, He's way better out. than me. Way, way better. Way better than me. Way better than me. So Lance, I, I think that's an important thing to learn our limits. So yeah. do you know yeah. your limits? Uh, not anymore. I keep forgetting. I'm, so, I'm, old and, I'm so much more older that um, I, I reached my limits, but I forgot them. So, okay. so I like learn lessons all the time. The keeps getting moved in, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then... Then I learned a new new limit, and uh, oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. So, <sighs> well, Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes, and our advice is learn where your limit is, and then don't go over it and avoid it. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to pay for it, and, uh-huh. I, and and Lance and I have both paid for it in multiple days of convalescing. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We don't. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best amalgam instrument of all time? Because we all know the beaver tail furniture is the greatest amalgam <laughs> instrument ever. We went to questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Shouts to Brandon White with the assist on that one. And right. I never thought about it until I read that, but Beaver Tail, Burnisher, has two references to a female anatomy in it, Beaver and Tail. Ooh. Nicely done to the person who named that instrument. Well played. Listener Devin asks, Hey guys, Josh, I've appreciated your work. I've seen you at the SSC Symposium a couple times. Hope they get you back up on stage soon. I, I agree. Uh, Devin, thank you so much for the shouts on that. I'm an occasional listener to the podcast. Thought you'd enjoy this anecdote. We've had an ad out for a couple positions in the office, one of which is for front desk staff. 
Nowhere have I posted any phone number in the ads. We have a cell phone number as an emergency number on the office outgoing voice message. So I'm assuming that this person called the office after hours and got that number. Anyway, out of the blue, I get unsolicited text messages. Hello, are you still looking for front desk help? I have Wyndham and Choice experience. Not able to link this to any applicant we've received for the position, so I figure I'd just ignore it. We don't want a staff member who just texts us unsolicitedly anyway. Two days later, I get more texts from the same number, and the only content was the attached photos that I found pretty hilarious. No <laughs> idea who this person is. Should we respond to this guy? Cheers, Devin. Now, I forwarded you this email. You did. And we can post these on our Facebook page <laughs> yeah. and on our Instagram. <laughs> Let me do my best to describe what we see here. Uh-huh. Um, it's a, it's a selfie. It's three consecutive selfies uh-huh. that look like they were taken, I would guess during the springtime based okay. on his, uh, palette of, uh, of wardrobe he has on okay. three in, in these three pictures, he has three different, but also the same, just different colors, mm-hmm. solid Oxford button up Ralph Lauren shirts. Big fan of polo. Yeah, yeah. uh, (laughs) Polo by Ralph Lauren shirts, Uh but not polo shirts. Like Oxford button-up shirts by the brand polo. Pink in one, green in another, yellow in another. The first two pictures are virtually the same. They're taken from basically when he's standing in the same spot, Yeah, which is in front of a Howard Johnson sign. Howard Johnson is in like the motel, not yeah. the third baseman for the Mets from the 80s. Right, right. Unless that's the same guy. Is that the same guy? It could be the same guy. Is it really? No. I don't think it is. It's not. Okay. Hojo's been around a long time. Which one? Which one? <laughs> the third baseman <laughs> or the hotel? The hotel. Okay. Because they've both been around for a while. Uh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. So he's standing in front of a Howard Johnson sign and prominently over his shoulder in both of the pictures has a, a big black and white sign that says facts available, send or receive, no pets. Does that mean you're not able to send or receive the pets via fax? Or is that a separate sign? I think it's discouraged. There's a fax that's available <laughs> and also no pets or we will not fax you. Your pets. Is that not fax all pets or some pets? It says no pets to be faxed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In addition, there's also some sort of weird... It looks to be almost like the the fire sprinkler controller or something that's over his shoulder in both of these images. Uh-huh. It looks like sort of like behind the counter at a, at a hotel, at a motel. Sure. Uh, a hotel motel, a place that you would take your side piece, I guess I would say. Right, right. This is the kind of place. That's where I take them. <laughs> the third selfie is in a little bit different spot, but it's basically the same composition. He's wearing glasses in two of the three. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing glasses in the third one. Just the green shirt, if you're keeping records at home, that's the one he's not wearing the glasses in. It looks like maybe a little different area, but also of the same front desk. Wall color looks the same. It's yeah. obviously in a hotel. Yeah. 
So this guy has found this job. You think higher. You think <laughs> higher right away. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this guy, let's go. Let's do play by play here. Okay. Um, Devin posts an ad looking for front desk help. Uh huh. This guy finds that ad wherever it may be: ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, oh shit, Craigslist, probably. Right. Can, looking at what we're looking at, Indeed, um, Monster, yeah, any of those. Wherever he gets a number. Or he gets the name of the office. Uh-huh. I guess he calls the office after hours. Here's the emergency patient cell phone line. Uh-huh. And decides to start bombing this with information about the job. Clearly, it's an emergency. They Clearly, need, they need the this job is a so vital bad. emergency. He says, I have Wyndham and Choice experience. Uh-huh. Is, is, what hotel group is... Howard Johnson in. Well, I'm assuming it's probably a choice group. Or maybe Wyndham and Choice are the same. I don't know. These see these stupid hotel groups. Yeah, they started grouping and consolidating. Now it's hard to keep track. It's it's like delivering wow. I mean, it's like either you're with (laughs) delivering wow or you're with the dental hacks or you're with you know, it's like you have to claim allegiance. That's right. It looks like Howard Johnson Hotel and Suites by Wyndham. Okay. So he's not lying when he says he has Wyndham training. Although, let's be honest. Like, do we really think what's the highest level Wyndham hotel? Uh, let's see. I don't. That Wyndham has some nice resorts, though. Yeah. No, I think the Wyndham is nice. Let's yeah. see. Let's check out Wyndham Hotel Group and let's see. Let's see. Discover Wyndham brands. Twenty brands across eighty companies. So let's see what we're looking at here. Super Eight. Okay, Howard Johnson's better than that. Yeah, they got uh, breakfast though, right? I, they, like a piece of toast in a in a uh, in a paper bag, I think, is what your breakfast. No, they got that waffle thing where you you put the stuff in and flip to it. Make your own waffle late- bar is a mess and a disaster <laughs> and a horrible idea. It never, uh-huh. it's never, a, it's never a good idea. Then we got days in. Then we got Ramada. So we're all in in La Quinta, and Howard Johnson and Travelodge. I, I feel not really at all. American, I've never no, heard of. No. Wyndham Garden, Baymont, Microtel kind of level here. Here we go. Trademark collection by Wyndham, a collection of unique yeah. independent hotels. They're not, not uh, yeah. Trip, T R Y P by Wyndham. I've stayed in a trip. Nice. In, in it Antwerp. looks nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And then we just have Wyndham Wyndham. Mm. Then we have. Esplendor by Wyndham, Boutique Hotels. Then we have Dazzler by Wyndham. Sounds like a hooker. Sounds like a stripper. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Dazzler Wyndham absolutely sounds like a uh, Mm -hmm. adult film actress. Dolce Hotels and Resorts by Wyndham. Then the picture looks very nice. Mm -hmm. And then Wyndham Grand. So out of the 20 brands, Mm -hmm. 12 of them are just like, 12 to 15 of them are just side piece garbage. Right. And then we have five or six that are okay. Uh huh. I wonder what level of training this guy gets from working at Howard Johnson. Do you think he's getting Wyndham Grand training? Yeah, I'm uh, doubtful. Yeah. Yeah. So he has Wyndham training up to the Howard Johnson level, I would guess. How do you feel about him texting the emergency number? 
<laughs> yeah, that that's uh, the first thing that stands out to me. You know, you I got, you use yeah, I got you don't use the feelings. bat phone just because you want to chat with Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> so what's happening, Commissioner? <laughs> what are you wearing? Do you get a pedicure lately? <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, major faux pas. Has that ever happened to you? Has anybody pulled that on you? It probably, I can't recall it ever happening, but it sounds like it's something that would have. I had a marketing guy call me on a, on a Sunday trying to sell me magazine space. Oh, I did. The, one of those Einstein dental website uh, people got my, got my uh, emergency number. And I'm, uh, yeah, I was, I, I, I told him, I said, just because you use this number, I will never work with you, you motherfucker. Yep, that's. That's basically what I told the guy who called my emergency number trying to he called me yep. on Sunday at like 10 a.m. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I wanted to talk to you about this magazine ad. Let me get this. First off, it's Sunday at 10 a.m. Second off, how did you get my number? Uh-huh. So I got off your recording. Did you listen to the recording? Yeah, yeah, What did it say? Oh, it's for emergencies. Is this an emergency? Are you a patient? Never call my number again. And in fact, I will not do business with you strictly because you did this. Yep. I think it all comes down to how bad do you need front desk help? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that that's question number one. Are you desperate? Normally, I would sort of not be in the in. I wouldn't be looking to mm-hmm. add a male to my front desk, and I don't mean to sound that like sort of in a in a gender pejorative way, but just uh-huh. typically speaking, it's just it's just different, and I've, that's I, that's I've a bad that. way of thinking, and I shouldn't think that way. And there's probably some amazing front desk people who are well, men. I have tried to be open-minded and, you know, I had applicants that were of the male persuasion and I thought, you know, I don't want to discriminate and I'm going to give this person a chance. I've had a, a, twice I've had hygienists that were males and once I had a guy up on the front desk. I'm never doing that again. People, people just expect certain gender roles and, and, and as much as I want to be open-minded and accepting and, and all that kind of stuff, it definitely had an effect on well, and you're in you're in a uh, a fairly progressive part of the country uh, that's what i'm told yeah and and you didn't find that from a gender stereotype kind of way huh i think people uh lie a lot and say i'm i'm open-minded but yet their actions really speak not. louder yeah. Yeah, yeah they they want to believe that they are progressive and open-minded but suddenly they uh they want nothing to do with that dude I had a male insurance benefits coordinator, and he was okay. great. He's in, he started dental school, oh. uh, but it was it, you know he would have been great at any position. He was great. Mm-hmm. Shouts to Nick. Good luck in dental school, hey, Nick. Nick. Um, I feel like this guy sending these selfies is a really great opportunity for one of two things: <laughs> either a catfish or some sort of Photoshop prank of some sort. <laughs> yeah. I it, I wish I had the Photoshop skills to Photoshop this guy from like a Howard Johnson front desk to a nicer hotel front desk <laughs> and right. send it back to him and say something like, well, if, if it looked more like this, maybe I would be interested right. or, right. or something, something like that. If we could get our friend Vin, uh, Vin Nguyen, uh-huh. to do some some Photoshopping, I think I think we could have some real fun with this guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing would be uh, I, I would love to take his selfies and make a Tinder profile out of them. <laughs> And yeah. just ha- have some fun with that. And then set up an interview with this guy at the same place you set up a Tinder date that you've catfished with this guy's photo. That that would be so That good. would be fun. And then he would show up thinking it was an interview. 
And then the person there to meet him would be at, like looking for him because you had the, his picture on the Tinder right. profile. Or better yet, you send them to Jason's office because that's where they're using Tinder to find the... Yes, Jason Lipscomb. <laughs> we, we can absolutely, he can find a new employee and get some patients at the same time. That's right. That's, that's thinking out of the box, literally. Yeah. Well, so thanks, Devin. So I think you have two options. You have three uh -huh. options here. Uh -huh. uh, one is to just ignore it and block his number, which is probably, <laughs> probably the smart one. thing to do. Uh -huh. Second thing to do would just be start Photoshopping him in all different you know, types of scenarios um, and just sending him to him um, just randomly. Um, and, and, you know, if, if, you, if you're not good at Photoshop, uh, may I recommend the website Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. They'll <laughs> right. Photoshop anything for you for a few dollars. Okay. Um, I think that would be well worth the use of some money to have him Photoshopped in various different hotel front desks, various different compromising positions, you know, all those ever, all those sorts of things. You ever seen this guy? There's some guy who's really good at Photoshop, and people will send them pictures like, make me taller, and then... Uh, He'll yeah, and he just sort of, he, he does it like a genie. It. Yeah, he screws yeah. with it, like takes something really literal. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Do that kind of deal with that. That'd be great. <laughs> um, or set up a Tinder account and catfish some unsuspecting women and mm -hmm. have them meet him for, an, you know, for a date and then have him show up there for an interview. Perfect. Love it. I think that's great. I think I that'd think be great. I think you have a, you have a, you've been given a gift as Boromir from... Lord of the Rings would say uh -huh. it, it is a gift. So yeah, you're duty bound text messages. You're yeah. duty bound to do this. You gotta have some kind of fun with this. Yeah. I love the idea of setting up some Tinder dates slash interviews with this guy. Love it. I think that'd be great. I think that would be great. Question two. Tahir asks, would you hire a chirpy kind of DA who talks a lot and gets the work done? Or a quiet kind who gets the work done equally well? All right. So Recall. there's recently Recall. Seattle Protocol, a uh, Recall. distant. Recall. And so that's a chirpy <laughs> DA right there. That, that, that is Bird a chirpy noises. for sure. Recall. Chirpy for sure. I got to tell you, you keep Recall. thinking you can ignore things and maybe for a day you could overlook it. But I, I got to tell you, that chirpy person is going to annoy the hell out of you Recall. so fast. Within a week, you're going to want to kill him. Recall. Within minutes, it's already annoying for like the 30 <laughs> seconds we've been doing it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, I, all right, so I think you need... Uh, do you have any super talkative employees right now? First off, tell me that. I don't, no. So is this just like a morgue in your office? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're conversational, but we're not sure. like that, that bubbly, annoying... Okay. Yeah, that yippy dog kind of... I've, I've had those. I've got a good combo right now, which okay. I think is great. I've got some quiet ones. I've got some quote-unquote chirpy ones, which I think is <laughs> in a very interesting way to refer okay. to them. Uh -huh. um, I've got a good combo going. Have you ever called them chirpy to them? No, chirpy? I would never okay. say. Like, okay. I would never I love ever how chirpy you that. are. <laughs> I, I don't know where that word came from. Like That uh -huh. seems to go... I guess maybe I've heard... I knew what he was talking about when okay. he said that, right? Which tells me I've heard that before, but I would never, uh huh, I'd never <laughs> like refer to somebody in that as that, like using that as an adjective. Would you? I don't think so. I can't imagine. No. Okay. Yeah, that would not be how I would refer to it to a, an employee or anybody as chirpy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But I, you know, I think you need a combo because there's some patients who love to have that. And, uh-huh. and if I need someone to burn some time, like I have a hygienist, I have a hygienist that are quiet and I have hygienists that are more quote unquote chirpy. And if I'm running behind and they're going to be in there for five or 10 minutes without, before I get in there for an exam, uh-huh. it, it is nice to have somebody who can sort of, um, like, like vent you know, or what's the word I'm looking for? Be conversational. Keep the, keep light the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Who can, who can burn some time? Cause there's who nothing worse than, than realizing that your assistant's been in the same operatory with a patient and they're so caught up in their own world doing chart notes or something that they, they've been there 10 minutes and it's been silent. There's yeah, that that's super awkward. It's super horrible. Awkward. Now there's some patients who want that. Yeah. I mean, you got to read the room. Oh, cool. But- um, but <laughs> you, I think you do have to have somebody who you can send in. What's the word I'm looking for? That's like when you're on stage for something and you need to burn some time. I forget what it's called. There's like a stage name, like an acting word for that. Um, like a MacGuffin. Yes. <laughs> um, what would be that word? Um, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's important for, for you to have somebody who you could, who can chat to a wall and keep them entertained. Right, right. That, that, there's a fine line between that person who is just dead silent or is so talkative, but they're talking about inappropriate shit that you wish they would just shut the hell up. Uh, that's true. So you have to have somebody who knows like, what to talk about, uh-huh. which obviously we don't. Don't talk uh, about your parents' cancer. Yeah, that's um, a bad one. Unless asked. Unless asked, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or unless your parent like miraculously survived cancer, the same right. kind of cancer that this patient's mom was just happy died. ending that. Yeah, right. we, we beat that happy ending. Um, <laughs> I, the, the, where this becomes a problem is if you only have one assistant, cause you, you kind of yeah. have to have one or the other. Yeah. It's hard to find somebody who's in between. So you really kind of need two assistants. You need yeah. one assistant who is, quote unquote chirpy and one assistant who's quiet. I, like that's just sort of it's kind of yeah. like like NFL wide receivers, right? You need your you need your your guy that you split out that's gonna be like your Z receiver. That's right. like your deep threat, you know, your your uh your Paul Richardson, your um who's the other guy for the Seahawks? Uh we got uh, Doug Baldwin. Uh, Doug, yeah, not Doug Baldwin. There's the other guy who caught he went to Kansas State. Um oh, he's also a kick returner. Yeah, he's freaking awesome. Jesus. Um Jesus. He had he had a great season last year. Yeah. Um, God. Oh, why why don't I? Because there's some doubt if we're going to be able to rely on him with durability and everything. And oh, shit. I'm looking up Seahawks wide receivers. This is a riveting podcast by Tyler Lockett. There you go, Tyler Lockett. You need the Tyler Lockett guy to stretch the field, right? Like you need right. that guy. You also need the Doug Baldwin who can get you eight yards, like in the middle of the field, right? Those you yep. need both. You have to have both. You can't mm-hmm. just have one. If you have just one, you're like the old Raiders teams who just had guys who were burners on the outside. Right. Get a deep get a 60 yard reception, but they couldn't get the seven yarder, right? To pick yeah. up a first down to keep a drive going. So you need kind of both. That's the yeah. thing. You Here's the thing, though. You need a chirpy dental assistant who you don't want to kill. Mm. Now, that's a tough ask for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, part of it's on when the chirp comes, though. The, right. When's that cacaw? If that cacaw <laughs> comes when I'm not in the room, perfect. You know, while we're waiting for anesthetic, while we're waiting for a radiograph to process, well, any of that stuff you're waiting on, by all means, get in there and do it. Because the but chirp, it, it also matters about the chirp. I mean, you might expect the, the caca, and I'm going to get the freaking duck or the chicken. 
<laughs> turns into freaking <laughs> bird call McDonald's hour. Farm. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Welcome to Bird Call Hour. <laughs> podcast within a podcast where we talk about all the latest bird calls. I want to be an ornithologist. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds Our so show within a show. <laughs> um... <laughs> When is the chirp coming? Because if the chirp is just constantly while I'm prepping a crown, I don't need it. No. But there are times that I need you to go in there and sort of just kill time. Put on a show. It happens. Put on a show. So I know that's a tough one. I don't, there's not a right answer. It just kind of depends. It just kind of depends. I did hear something one time from an assistant that worked for um, one of my mentors who will go Uh in there. Okay. And she was chirpy and the, and, and this older dentist um, who I respect greatly was like, no, 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 no. I'm the only one that talks to the patients in my office. Oh, wow. Which I felt was uh, like, you know, and I'm sure that's not actually what happened. That's the, what this woman remembers it as, which is nowhere near a facsimile of reality. It's just whatever she's created in her head as far as what happened. But still, I thought that was strange because I certainly don't feel mm. that way. I don't want to talk to my patients. I, you want to? By all means. Jump on it. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I'm, I'm not vain enough to say it's me, all me. You're so vain. I did think that song was about me. I mean, who didn't think that song was about? <laughs> them? Did it come out that that was about like Chris Christopherson or something like that? Didn't it come out who that was about? Um, oh, it was, yes. it was about uh, the the guy from. Um, oh fuck! Carly Simon sang it. It was about uh, the guy from. Uh, Full House, right? I'm confusing two songs. Okay. Don't you remember Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know, was about Dave Coulier? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so now we've extrapolated out that You're So Vain is also about Dave Coulier. Yeah, might as well. Might as well be. Wouldn't that be amazing if that it was? Be so if You're So Vain was about Dave Coulier uh-huh. and You Ought to uh-huh. Know was about Dave Coulier? Uh-huh. And Dave Coulier was just packing a freaking python and just yeah. nobody knew it except for Alanis Morissette and... Carly Simon. Carly Simon. First, <laughs> Sorry. That came out in the 70s. So Dave Coulier, she, she was like statutory. Lay in the wood <laughs> at 13, buddy. Lay in the wood to like a 30-year-old Carly Simon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Dave Coulier packing the python. He's the Willie Falau of the yesteryear. <laughs> Willie Falau. <laughs> I, love, I love that I still remember Willie Falau. Uh-huh. And that I cannot remember like all the different kinds of lichen planus, but I... <laughs> For the for right. the rest of my life, uh-huh. I'll remember Billy Fulau. Yeah, yeah. It's this so the humans are so messed up that that Billy Fulau is what I remember. I know. Oh, the patient God. comes in with a mouthful of candida, and you're like, no idea. I, I, like, hey, do you remember Billy Fulau? How about that? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Um, hey, do you ever have headaches uh, or frustrations with your practice, Lance? So many times. So many freaking what day is today? times. Tell Tuesday? me, yeah, tell me yeah. something that you've had a frustration about lately. Okay, um, fucking dumbass staff. <laughs> It'd be great to maybe not. I think you're gonna have to beep over that, but like maybe not cursing during the reads for the sponsors would be awesome. <laughs> if nothing, we're authentic, right? If nothing, we're authentic. Uh huh. Um. So you know, I mean, I think. I, we all have frustrations, right? And that's the problem. We go to CE and we get CE from guys, from geniuses like Jerry Cheesh about how to prep and how to bond and how to cement. You we know, tend we, to focus we, on the clinical. Right. And we learn about all on fours and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But what we don't learn about are like the things that 
make keep us our money. practices going, right? And and keep the cash flow coming. And so, you know, I think there needs to be, you know, a meeting a year that we set aside to say, hey, I'm going to go to this meeting to learn how to be a better practice owner. It has nothing to do with the dentistry I do. has nothing to do with any of that. It's going to make me a better leader, make me a better business person. And that is what principles of practice management can do for you. So I want you to take a look at principles of practice management.com. Now that's principles of practice mgmt.com. Principles of practice management coming up July 18th and 19th. And there's been some debate amongst our <laughs> listeners about the appropriate way to say this. Uh huh. Norfolk, Virginia. Do you think I got that right? We'll, we'll let it pass. How would you say it? Norfolk. Norfolk. Norfolk, Virginia, July 18th and 19th at the Norfolk Waterside Marriott. Check this thing out. For $599, they've extended out the early bird registration and all of the amazing people that you are going to get to see speak, including Chris Salerno, Greg Presti, Lou Schumann, amongst many, many others. Roger Levin, for God's sake. I mean, Roger Levin has been like the the practice management guy. Yeah, like since I've been a dentist. Oh, yeah. So check out Principles of Practice management conference principles of practice mgmt.com hey and come hang out with the man chris salerno i'll be there lance are you gonna be there uh working on it lance might be there (laughs) go go there to find out if i did you gotta go to find out if lance showed up it's like a surprise game it's like a -a whack-a-mole and if he shows up (laughs) you whack him and he goes down in a hole and he comes out at another meeting it's great Uh uh-huh Good time. Um, <laughs> principles of practice management.com DE principles of practice management conference, become a better dental business person. You ready for some Reddit Lance? I think so. I would like to take this opportunity to say that the people at dental economics, Penwell, Endeavor media, any of those affiliated businesses have nothing to do with the Reddit that I'm about to read. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody wants to, this might be an all timer Lance. Uh huh. Reddit user, a slumped boy asks, <laughs> NSFW serious, new retainers smell like cum. What do I do? <laughs> Opening the box, you get a whiff of it. But once you go closer, it smells like someone just came inside my retainer's case. It's insane. I think it's my saliva smell. Number one, what do I do about the smell? Is it normal? Number two, I'm worried. Oh, God, Lance, I don't even know if I can do this. Oh, God. I have faith in you. You can do it. I'm worried that when I blow someone tomorrow, come will get in them and make it worse. (laughs) Any advice to rid of potential semen on my retainers tomorrow? Number three, totally blank. There's nothing there into the post. Uh But it does say number three. There's just nothing there. Yeah. So when I got retainers smell like cum. What do I do? I got this. I was next to Holly and I read it to her and she just goes, don't wear them when you're blowing, when you're sucking dick. (laughs) Thank you for the inside, Holly. Thanks, Holly. That's another. Okay. There's so much to get to here, Lance. And we're like 44 minutes into the show. Uh Uh-huh. Elephant in the room. Just first point. Okay. I, I don't think like, is there a Yankee candle scent of semen? I don't know if I know what that smells like. I uh, I haven't yet to see it. Maybe at Bed Bath & Beyond. Or no, the Bath & Body Works. 
they might have it in the back. Is there a Febreze scent for this? That's I mean, I, I really like. I've never walked into somewhere and be like, oh, it smells like coming here. No, I, I don't know what that smells like. Yeah, I I'm, know what cinnamon rolls smell like. Yeah, and and linen. Yes, there's Country a lot linen, of things that I know what looks and, a rainstorm. I know what yeah. that smells like. Uh huh. I don't know what that smells like. Right. Right. So yeah. God, people are the worst. People really suck. Um, well, literally. <laughs> I think it's my saliva smell. Right. They're new retainers, though. That's uh-huh. the thing. They're new retainers. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't say what kind of retainers they are. Are they Hollies? Are they, um, you know, Essex retainers? <sighs> yeah. Um, Question one. What do I do about the smell? Is it normal? I, I My hunch call- is it's a normal smelling retainer and your smelling senses are just skewed. What do you think about that? I, I'm going to go with that. Um Either you you're not you don't know what different things smell like in your reaching, I or maybe you suck so much dick that is your saliva smell. That's a lot. That is a lot. Question two: I'm worried that when I blow someone tomorrow, come we'll get in. Why do you have your retainers on for this? (laughs) Well, my doctor said to wear them twenty four seven for the first three months. (laughs) Even Invisalign says twenty three hours a day. Invisalign, like their literature says, you take it out to eat and to brush your teeth. Yeah. And in like a little asterisk, super small font, we feel like we don't need to tell you this, <laughs> but if you gauge in oral sex, take them out for that too, Brosive. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like now our our, our informed consent forms and everything are going to have to be so... So literal. Exhaustive. <laughs> so that's the solution to number two. Yeah. Is, hey, they're removable retainers, so you know... They Just do come take out. them out before he gets it in. How about that? Uh, yeah. Cool. It can be a race. Question one. It's not the smell. It's you're not smelling that. It's just plastic. You're just smelling plastic. Yeah. I want you to think about this smell because this is a great smell. So this is an all-time summer smell. Mm-hmm. You're opening up a new pool float, and that whatever kind of plastic that is, you know, when you open up the new pool float that you have to like in, inflate with your mouth. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that kind of smell. And for some reason, he's just sort of mentally oh, okay. smells around in his head. Yeah. That, that, okay. Yeah, that, that plastic, plasticky, floaty. Yeah. I just, this is such a weird first world problem. Yeah. Remember when uh, we were talking about Anissa, like complaining that people were like, that it was the worst week of her life or whatever. That's such a first world problem. Uh-huh. This might have trumped that as a first world problem. Serious issue. My retainer smells yeah. like um, <laughs> Yeah, I'd be a little more concerned if it came out of the package, the original package that way. Like, what's Jorge, the, the dude that put it together, doing as he assembles yeah, your kit? It's, it's a good, great polishing agent. You, you throw that on a lathe. Uh-huh. And a yeah. rag wheel. Yeah. Rag wheel. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Rag wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this, uh, one of the comments. On the bright side, semen contains zinc and calcium, both of which are proven to prevent tooth decay. Awesome. I'll remember <laughs> that. Um, uh-huh. I'm sort of insulted that no one tagged us in this. Yeah, I'm a little a little upset. No one said, like, I wonder what Josh and Lance have to say about this one. How about this? Just <laughs> stick the freaking retainer in Listerine for about 30 seconds. It'll be fine. Uh-huh. It's not going to smell like that anymore. It's going to smell like Listerine. And it's also going to now be blue because that's what Listerine does. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. As soon as I think we've seen all of the Reddit questions, 
my faith in mankind is either restored and or destroyed all at one time. Yeah. Uh, my faith in the humanity continues to uh, be lost. Mm. How about this? So I'm looking to his history. There's a lot of stuff we can't talk about. <laughs> of course. Um, here's a good one. In subreddit of advice, is it normal for mom to call me a little shit? Um, <laughs> after reading what I've read, I believe it's absolutely normal. Yeah, you probably deserved it. Um, how about this one? Under the subreddit of Uber, first time I let someone else use my Uber account and my rating has dropped. WTF. Lance, are you a, a Uber person or a, a Lyft person? Uh, Uber. What's Only your user rating? I bet you uh, beat me. Someone brought it up. I'm, I'm, so I had to look at it. I guess I'm, I'm a 4.9. Oh, man. Let me see where I'm at. 4. I guess I was a jerk to somebody because I'm a 4.8. Yeah. What did I do? Where's my... And th- see, that's the thing. You, you can never... It doesn't... It doesn't tell you yeah. like any comments or anything like that. It just it's just yeah. a number. It would be nice to know why. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm probably not a great fair, or I am a great fair. It depends, because I have my earbuds in, and I just want you to take me to the place. I don't want to chat about where we are. Yeah. About anything. Just take me to the place, and let's pretend we're not here. How about that? Yeah, I I'm mostly. Uh, you ask me a question, I'll I'll respond. But I'm I'm probably going to look out the window. Yeah, it's going to be a one-word answer. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know what to tell this guy. Other than don't wear your retainers when you're engaged in that sort of behavior. That sick, degenerate behavior. That Yeah, that that's, that's seems sinful, like a logical start. That sinful behavior, Lance. Doesn't seem rocket science. Number two, I would learn how to do numbering. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. quite literally three is just blank. And B, I would say... <laughs> Bullet point third. Oh. Uh, I soak it in some Listerine or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Wash it with some soap and water. Soak it in some Listerine and be fine. I think it's you imagining it. Imagining it. Uh huh. I don't think that you actually. I don't think that this retainer actually smells like that. Because I don't think there's anything there for it to smell like. Yeah. Could you imagine if cum smelled like um, like cinnamon toast crunch? Ooh. I mean, it'd be great, except like anytime someone walked in the room is like, hey, are you hmm. eating cereal or did you just, uh... <laughs> and it's like, there's no cereal bowl around. It's like everybody right. then knew what just happened. Uh-huh. That would be weird. So yeah. like, can you imagine like how much cinnamon toast crunch would sell? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like just, I'd have it everywhere. It's bowls of the cereal everywhere. Like, oh, it's just, it, I'm wild for this stuff. I'm wild for the cereal. Where the, the box has all those little, you know, pow, little, little, little words. And, they, and it just says, now smells like cum. <laughs> <laughs> or is it cum that now smells like <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch? Right. Which one okay. Is, all right. Which one is it? Lance chicken or the egg? <laughs> Hashtag unanswerable questions. Um, I really want to dive further into this guy's Reddit post history, but we just like, I literally cannot. It is that yeah. bad. Oh, okay. It's real bad, Lance. Okay. All right. Uh, but he's not suicidal. No. Okay. We haven't gone that dark for a while, so. No, this is, it's not dark. It's just, like, super, like, I just stuff that, like, even we can't bring up. Okay. Wow. It's stuff that we, even we can't bring up. And that's saying something. How about this one? I can't, I can't even read what Reddit this in, <laughs> but just the title of it. What's uh-huh. wrong with you? <laughs> that's it. And there's nothing under it. What's wrong with you? That's it. That's all it's asking. What's wrong with you? That's Lance, funny. what's wrong with you? So many things. Ooh, how about this? 
subreddit advice. Mom is addicted to her phone, constantly texting slash talking while driving and responding to men late. My Ooh. mom is almost never not on the phone while driving. I hate it. She's always texting or talking on the phone. This isn't normal, right? Or is it? Sometimes they beep at her because she doesn't look ahead because she's looking at her phone. Almost any time I try to talk with her, she responds like 30 seconds to a minute late. Example, me. Mom, what are you going to do today? Her, 30 seconds later. Huh? <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> this might have something to do with why you think you're a retainer. I'm not yeah. saying they're like direct correlations, but I'm just saying like, I yeah. feel like this is setting a stage for, I can see how we got here. Yeah, it's not a mystery. Mom, mom texting while driving with kids in the car is a tough look. Yeah, that's uh, not so good. Very, very, very tough look. Lance, whose turn is it for a song? That would be you. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> uh, let me be thinking about that while I tidy okay. up the show, Lance. Okay. Hey, um, subscribe, rate, review. What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I'm a huge fan of five as well. Hey, share this with your friends. You've got some demented friends somewhere um, that, you know, is is into some weird stuff that maybe you went to dental school with or something like that. You know, I mean, hit it, hit them with this. Um, let them know what they're missing uh, with uh, with this pod. I mean, how else are they going to know that semen smells like cinnamon toast crunch? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Wherever you listen, consume this podcast, rate and review us there. Five stars is what we love. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, www.workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh Lance. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DR Timmerman DMD. Mash those follow buttons. Now for my song. Lance, this comes from a uh, a band called The Naked and Famous. Ah. And this is a song called Punching in a Dream, which is uh, one of my favorite uh, songs of theirs. Um, it's a few years old now. It's like from 2010, but it still uh-huh. holds up. Still a great song. Actually nice. a great album in general. Um, and uh, uh, Naked and Famous are from New Zealand. So these may be the first Kiwis that we've ever featured on the show. Be. Do you know this song? I don't know the song. I know the band, but not that song. Okay, this was sort of a song of summer like eight years ago. Okay. For me. Right. For me, at least, because the song came out in August of 2010, uh-huh. um, but it was kind of like June, May, April, May, June of 2011 Okay. that it kind of hit my list and, and, and became kind of one of my favorites and has been in, sure. honestly, regular rotation in my playlist like ever since. It's nice. incredible staying power. Okay. Incredible staying power. So it's a great song. I think you're going to love it. Um, cool. It's uh, the naked and famous punching in a dream. So uh, for Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. Peace and celebrate the foreskin. Uh-huh.